listening to a podcast from Light FM. Good morning. It's a live breakfast with Asha and Terry. And on today's episode of Dedicated in honor of Father's Day coming up, we are catching up with Tulsi Managaran, who was elected the State Assembly Representative or Adun of Buntong, following her father's footsteps into politics. In G15, you were elected the State Assembly Representative of Buntong, following in the footsteps of your dad, who is also a politician. Can you tell us what it was like as a kid growing up with your dad being in politics? It was vibrant. It was uh, dynamic. I remember our family conversations over breakfast, lunch or dinner, all six of us centering around politics, current issues, what's happening in the country, um, our latest statements by politicians, smart ones as well as dumb ones. Right. So, um, and, and us having um, strong opinions. So I think growing up, my, my father always encouraged all of us to have our own opinions and, mm. um, and share it, uh, not to be afraid to express our views. And then we would all comment on each other's um, opinions. I think, uh, and, and also um, being at, at least passively participating in whatever endeavor he was working on. So mm-hmm. he, if he was working on any community issues at that point in time, then he would share it with us and, and um, tell us about the challenges and what are the problems in, in that particular issue uh, or that community that he's helping. And we would have our own opinions. And I remember at that point in time, because we were not in government and how uh, we were very one-sided and we had a stronger one-party system which was you know very lopsided and democracy wasn't really thriving and i remember us being very angry at things you know Mm -hmm. and um i I also remember the reformacy period and then growing into hindraf and how my father was also actively involved in it and then moving to Bursay and him joining DAP as a political party and why he made that decision from a social worker. He transitioned into a politician because he thought he could make a difference mm. uh, being in politics. Mm. And so I think I grew up with that process and I realized it was very colorful, very, very colorful and um I, I thought I was directly part of it. Although now that I look back on hindsight, I wasn't really. But <laughs> because he made us all very involved, mm. felt like we were very much part of it. That's so lovely that that you felt included because of the way your you know father had included you as, as sort of part of his immediate demographic in terms of you know his family. So many memories to pull from. If I were to ask you what your fondest memories. Uh, are of, of you and your dad, you know, with him, his job in the po- in, in politics. So would you be able to choose just one? I think it was the moment where he made um, a risky but a brave, uh, courageous decision back in 2007 when, when he joined DAP and he decided then that he will contest uh, the Teluk Intan parliamentary seat. See, at that point in time, Barisan National enjoyed a more than two-third majority in parliament. Mm-hmm. So to be able to take a risky decision to say, okay, I will contest uh, with under the DAP ticket. It's a risky decision because nobody at that point in time knew that we were going to have uh, the 2008 tsunami, which we had, and then um, we managed to break the two-third majority. So I think working through to, uh, with him in that process, I was only, I think, 17 or 18 at that point in time. I remember I finished my SPM or my STPM and I started working with him on his campaign. 
and uh, I helped him raise funds. I helped him convince. Uh, raise. We we managed to gather allies. We built a team. Um, of course, I was way too young to lead the team at that point in time, but I was very much part of the campaign. So I think, and eight to nine months period of working in that culminated in us winning the Teluk Intan parliamentary seat in 2008 uh, general elections. Mm. I think on the 8th of March 2008, I still remember, was a really, really sweet memory. I think for me, I will never forget that. And I think to him, it didn't matter whether he won or not, but to put up that fight, you know, that mattered the most to him, to put up mm. that courageous fight and to take a risk and make a difference, I think, uh, because he believed in the process of democracy. You know, as you said, sort of your family's been with him throughout all of this this journey. But do you recall that moment that was pivotal in you deciding to make your own independent career in politics? It's not, I, I don't think it could be uh, pointed to one particular moment. Mm. I think it's a, it's a cumulative effect of growing up with him and... Um, uh, having seen his active social involvement and then moving into politics and the journey that he had, uh, helping him, the exposure to other leaders in the party and in the country, uh, how the system works and watching the evolution take place in Malaysia made me realise, hey, I have a role to play. That was, I think, um, back in maybe I realised in 2013 was the beginning of uh, when I realized, I think I want to move towards being a politician as well. I think that's when I joined Democratic Action Party. That's when I joined the only in 2013. Although my dad was already a politician, already a member of parliament in 2008, mm. I waited to see and evaluate for myself whether this is what I want to do. Because my dad always told me, you decide. It's not my decision. It's your decision. What do you want to do in life? So mm, I took yeah. that time decided but in 2013 I was quite sure that this is the path I want to take because I felt I have a role to play in this country. There are a lot of professions where the parents are in it and they love involving their kids in it and it's sort of this journey but then the minute the kid turns around and goes I want to do this too you know whether it's acting or um, I have a friend who's a, a doctor whose you know child was like I want to be a doctor too and my friend was like no don't do that. <laughs> um, what was your dad's sort of reaction when you said right that's it you know this is where i'm going my dad has always been supportive he's always been inclusive he is uh he encourages um independence i i remember when i was 15 years old um one day uh my dad brought home the oh, i i can't remember if it was the times magazine or the newsweek that he reads uh, on a regular basis and he brought it home and he sh gave it to me and he said and the cover of that magazine was uh, Condoleezza Rice, and she was the uh, Secretary of State um, for US at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And he told me, if a woman of color in the United States can make it as high as, high as um, being the Secretary of State, then you in this country can go places as well. And I want you to remember never to set a limit to where you can go. Do what you want, but always you know, aim high. And I think... That made me realize, that gave me the confidence that um, I can be whatever I want. So he, he never said, you need to be a lawyer. or He never said, you need to be a doctor. I, I even remember once um, he telling me that, you study hard, 
and you know have a degree as long as even if it's a de- degree in theology i don't right. mind but as long <laughs> as you go to university and get a degree i want you to be educated mm. so i remember him giving me the absolute freedom and i think i have always because he gave me that confidence and that freedom and the uh, and the support that i can choose what i want to be he will be by my side both him and my mom so i felt mm. that okay i can do whatever i want so i i read law i graduated from um i chambered and i still decided that i don't really want to be a lawyer i practiced for a few years yes but i always knew law is not my cup of tea and that um i i want to be a politician so i think um that 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 support system that he provided and he created in the family has made me who i am today how is your relationship with your dad changed now that you're in the same business so to speak not much in fact it, we have grown closer um he's been my number one support system oh. him and my mom equally i think he's uh, always been there he offers advice which i value with his age and experience comes a valuable wisdom so uh, i take that with open heart sometimes we have our disagreements um, and we speak about it openly and um maturely i think uh, we've come to terms with the fact that we come from different generation and the generation gap is there so <laughs> i don't think our relationship has changed for the worse i think it has only become better i miss him more that i'm a little bit away from home nowadays yeah but i value the relationship very much as as my dad i always look up to him being a people's representative now i always remember what he has always instilled in me which is integrity being honest so and he's always told me if you're going to do something that will not give you a peace of mind and you cannot sleep at night don't do it and i think i i i grew up with that and i still hold that very much in my heart that that's what it is lah i think that's a great piece of advice maybe you can give us all a tip on on how to handle disagreements whether it's a, a generational uh, viewpoint or it's just you know outright arsenal versus manchester fans within a family <laughs> parent and child like what what is what is your tried and tested way of respecting the family members that you love whilst being able to also completely disagree with their point of view i first try to hear him out or if the uh, disagreement is about a particular issue i try to give him the space to be heard first and also make sure that i am heard as well i think we have we try to talk it out as calm as possible but sometimes um it doesn't happen as calm as we want it to be it's passionate is it some <laughs> drama but which family is without drama right mm-hmm. yeah and but but i think um um also the other more practical ways i i i build allies i get my siblings on my side <laughs> very good yeah you canvass the family on my side and say hey you see you know, everyone's agreeing with me no one's agreeing with you but i think there are times where we meet in the middle there are times where i feel um there are situations in which you can create a win-win solution for everyone So my dad has always been as fierce as he is in his um struggles and um work he's also very diplomatic and i think the one thing that i've learned from him watching him professionally is the fact that he is very diplomatic and without compromising um what he's fighting for so 
I adopt the same principles. Even today, representing the people of Buntong, I am diplomatic with government agencies, with um, with um, my stakeholders, but I never compromise what my people are supposed to get. They deserve A, they must get A. But how I get A is through diplomacy and consistency. Mm. I think that's what my dad has taught me. And because, you know, we're, we're leading up to Father's Day and obviously your father still continues to inspire you just day to day in terms of how you handle your role. What's your Father's Day message for all dads out there? Thank you for putting family first. To my dad, thank you for putting all of us first. I know that all five of us, my mom and the four of us, comes first to you. I remember we were in the middle of thick campaigning in Cameron Highlands in 2013. And he dropped campaign work um, for a day because his father was sick. And he went down to Ipoh from Cameron's to at least say hi for a few minutes and check in on him and come back to campaign. And I remember being so angry with him at that point in time because I was his campaign manager and I was thinking, can you just not focus on family for once and, you know, focus mm-hmm. on work? You know, how come, why are you wasting time going down? But he told me, but family comes first. You know, whatever it is, what comes and goes, um, work can come and go. You can, you know, spend time professionally trying to build a career, but your family, you can never get back moments with family. And if you need to check in at a certain point in time, you need to check in at a certain point in time. So I, I learned that slowly too, as, as far as I go now, I think to all fathers, your sacrifices are recognized. Your love is very much appreciated. And thank you for being there as um, every family support system. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.